everybody. Welcome back to Ours and Yours podcast. This is Sienna. And this is Josh Clary. How are you guys doing? I hope that you are having the best day ever. This is episode two with the new podcast equipment. Yeah. So hopefully everything sounds good. We're still trying to kind of figure out how everything connects and everything like that. So hopefully we sound good. Right? I mean, I think that we sound great. <laughs> but you always sound great, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Today, we are going to be going through some myths, assumptions about pe- what people think about marriage. Almost like the stereotypes <laughs> that people say or fear about marriage right. before they get married. Yeah. So we're going to kind of go through those. We have 10 of them. So we're going to let you know if, yes, this is something that's true, or no, this is false for us. Which we know we know best. Yeah, obviously. Mom we, and dad always know best. Mom and dad know best. For <laughs> sure. For sure. Hey, but before we do that, what what we're going to do is we always like to do a little bit of a life update, which if you've been here before, you know that. You know all about the Clarys, but this is Keeping Up with the Clarys. So welcome to the little beginning of the show where we get to vent and talk about things that are going on. Yeah. Yesterday was Valentine's Day for us. It was. And it was my year to plan. Guess what we ended up doing? Um, I'm going to guess the TikTok challenge where I pick everything. I was going to say Olive Garden in a movie. Oh, yeah. Because, well, that too. Because we joked about that happening. Like, because <laughs> you always plan Olive Garden in a movie. And now Sienna planned Olive Garden But in a not movie. really because you it was a choose your own adventure date where I did like two options for the whole night so we started out with clothing options so we had comfy casual or to the nines darling and which one did you go with um well i also did this without knowing which one i was picking blind i was uh doing it blind uh so i picked comfy casual which was a vibe and then for lunch the choices were olive garden or mcdanks as i wrote which is McDonald's. Which is the weirdest place to take someone on Valentine's Day. I was thinking like one sit-down restaurant, one fast food restaurant. Yeah. And then I was like, well, what fast food restaurant do we like together? And I was like, McDonald's. So let me just go ahead and let you all know that if you ever plan, here's a not marriage myth. This is a fact. If you plan to take your significant other to McDonald's on Valentine's Day, you're going to get a divorce. That's more of a hot take. Hot take. Not hot a marriage take. myth. <laughs> you're right. Hot take. You're going to get a divorce. Don't take your significant other to Whatever. McDonald's. That's not even true. It's a little bit true. No, it's not. That was fun. If go. we would have been dressed to the nines and then go to McDonald's, that would have been funny and it would have created a fun memory. It, I think it would have been cringy. It would have been so fun and it would have been a fun memory no matter what. Uh, I don't know. We could that. be like, oh my gosh, remember that one time we ate on Valentine's Day? We ate at McDonald's in formal, a gown and a tux. Yeah, that's, I don't know. But it didn't matter anyways because I picked Olive Garden. Of course, I went two for two. And then the third pick was... Wait, Olive we- Garden was delicious, by the way. Olive Garden was so, so good. I don't know if we've talked enough about Olive Garden on the podcast. How is it already episode 36? And 
we really don't mention Olive Garden much. I feel like we mention Olive Garden enough. I don't think so. You I don't? don't think they know that we love Olive Garden. We love, 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 love Olive Garden. Now, it's our it's our third. It's our third? <laughs> That's crazy. Ha <laughs> 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 um, No, but Olive Garden has been a challenge for me in the past year. So Olive Garden and I have, we have some baggage. You and Olive Garden have a long history. We do. because It started way back in the sixth grade. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It, it, it started back in high school when they had this amazing dish called the braised beef tortellini. It was so good. It was a mushroom uh, braised beef on top of tortellini on this delicious brown sauce. So good. And then you know what? They had it forever and ever. We had it at I I we had it at our wedding. Yeah, right. We did such a cute thing at our wedding. We had Olive Garden cater, of course, of course, of course. And we did his and her favorite, so fettuccine Alfredo for me, braised beef tortellini for him. And Continue. Then, and then after our love was finalized, they got rid of braised beef tortellini. And Unfortunately. it's been it's been a drama. Because ever since then, I've been struggling to find my new normal. And I finally found it. And it is the chicken parmesan. Wait, you got to back up. What? Okay, back up. Before the chicken parmesan, it was the stuffed, stuffed chicken, chicken marsala, marsala or something like that. Yes. And it was really good. It was different because they had mashed potatoes. You got mashed potatoes. You got a chicken breast with cheese and a chicken breast. It was amazing. So I went to that, and then guess what? They got rid of that because of COVID. So now I'm lost. I don't know what to do. They've abandoned. They've gotten rid of my stuff twice now. So I, I finally land on, okay, I like good enough. Like I love, like it's really good, the chicken parmesan. But I get. You also, sorry. You also went through that phase where you liked the fettuccine, the stuffed, stuffed fettuccine. Another one. Stuffed tortellini. No. It was stuffed, like stuffed tortellini fettuccine. It was Asiago tortellini Alfredo, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So that was good. You liked that. And then most recently, you've liked the... Chicken parmesan. Wait. Okay, <laughs> most what? Most recently, you've liked the fettuccine... What is it? It's Alfredo. It's what like are you talking about? Chicken marsala Alfredo or something like that. Yes. It, it's, it's their new... Marsala. It's their new chicken marsala. Yeah. You liked that. Yes. Most, I think that was the most recent until like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I like that. So we're going through all these different things. I have started liking the chicken parmesan. You've, I think the, <laughs> <laughs> the mic is not going to catch that. I think the chicken parmesan has been a consistent for you. It's a safe option. Yes. It is, that's it. It's, it's the plan B. It's plan B. If, Plan A doesn't work out. I think that's what, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. So anyway, I was going to get the chicken parmesan yesterday. And this, now, listen, I have a effing shellfish allergy that I got as an adult, which makes me so mad because I love shellfish. Everything at Olive Garden is grilled in the same oil. Grilled in the same oil? Fried in the same freaking oil. So I can't have appetizers that are good can't have anything and that stinks for both of us because now i can't have the appetizer either i know it sucks and then so yesterday i'm like i'm gonna get my chicken parmesan with the red sauce on the chicken 
and I get the mushroom sauce on the noodles. You can talk loud now. <laughs> and guess what? They don't freaking... I, oh, the, the waitress comes back and she's like, I am so sorry, but we fry the chicken parmesan in the same oil as all the seafood. And guess what? I can't have it. So she goes back and she's like, I don't, I'm so sorry. We can make you something else. I'm like, no, it's fine. Whatever. I'll get something else. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, we can make you it, but we can use chicken breast. And I'm like, wait. Grill it instead grill of fry it. it. Yeah, grill it. And I was shook. I was shook by how good it is. It's maze balls. <laughs> I haven't heard that one for a while. It's so good. It is by far my new favorite thing. It's so good. And it's it's still bad for you. It's Olive Garden, right? But it's still like... Healthier than fried it's, chicken. It's grilled chicken breast versus fried chicken. So you're doing okay. And then I just get a... You get like a little portion of noodles with it. It's perfect. Yeah. I loved it. And that was on the it's on the lunch special. Yeah, it's so good. It's 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 a vibe. It's so perfect. Check it out. Next time you go to Olive Garden, get the chicken parmesan, but ask for grilled chicken instead. And if they are being weird about it, just be like, I have a shellfish allergy and no, I will die. Don't lie. Don't lie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of. So we went to Olive Garden. And then after Olive Garden was time for you to pick your activity. Yo. The choices were a movie. And arcade. And of course, I picked the movie. So Olive Garden and a movie. Hilarious. But yeah, the show times were all a little bit later. So we had like an hour gap. And so I had to plop one in there real quick. I was going to do it on our way home, but we did it within the hour gap. And it was Starbucks or a local coffee shop. And you chose? Starbucks. <laughs> so we went to my work and they have Starbucks there. And when I was getting it, they were like, oh, this is on us. And it was so nice. We got free Starbucks. Yeah, it was perfect. So. And then we went to the movie. Yeah. And we, we watched. Saw Go ahead. Anyone but you. Yes. Valentine's edition. I don't know what's so special about that. It was good. Really good. It, it was, was a good really. Movie. Yeah, it was funny. Um, You know, I felt like we, like maybe a week ago, Sienna and I were talking in the car or something. And we were talking about how movies just kind of suck nowadays. We were talking specifically about, like, rom-coms. We were. And, And, like, funny comedies, comedies. I think it was. It was rom-coms. You're right. It was comedies. Comedies. And we were talking about this, and we talked about how, like, there was the golden age where it was, like, all of the Ben Stiller movies and the Jim Carrey movies and, like... Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell and Jennifer Aniston. Owen Wilson. Yeah. And that, that plethora of movies that came out and, like... 2010 even like the ones with um seth rogan and what's the other guy's name who charlie o'day yeah charlie o'day like- and that other guy that looks like charlie o'day <laughs> i don't know his name you're funny um but yeah movies just comedy movies haven't been as good and we talked about like how it's just like everything's so predictable it's the same movie all the time back in the day we were talking about how it was quality over quantity right and nowadays it seems like it's quantity over quality and that there's just so many options to choose from so many new movies coming out all the time you have netflix originals hulu original amazon original and then you have the like main movie companies and there's just so much and there's not like the main actors of the new age that are like the comedy actors you know 
Yeah, and we're also like coming out of COVID, right? Movies were kind of shut down. People weren't acting. So you were kind of getting all these off-brand, just really fast movies. And the movies that came out during COVID were either crap or really good. There was no in the middle. So anyways, we were kind of being negative about new movies. And this movie was a subtle surprise. And I think it was great. It was great. My favorite line was so funny. It was Carolyn. What was it? Was it Carolyn? Kaylin. Carolyn, you killed it. Kaylin. It's yeah. You killed it, but dang it, Kaylin, read a room. That's the funniest something line. Something like something that. to that extent. The funniest line in the movie. So go check it out. It's a good movie. You'll love it. Go with your bae, your boo thing. I wasn't sold on it in the very beginning. Right. But once I got the hu- the style of humor it was, I-, I thought it was funnier. It was pretty funny. I thought it was like a little over the top in the beginning. I'm like, this isn't realistic. But then it's like, none of this is realistic. Yeah. It just <laughs> it's picked funny. up. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. After our movie, we came home. And thank you to Gigi for watching Crew and Co. for us. She's a gym. Our date continued after bedtime. And it was a video game or... Love binge, Island binge. Binge Love Island. You chose... Video game. We played Fall Guys. And then it was Casey's Run or Snack at Home. You chose... Casey's Run. You chose Snack at Home. Okay, yeah, I did. And then we were both like... Let's oh. go to Casey's. <laughs> And so we got Casey's and we played cheated, Fall Guys. But that was the only one we cheated on, so it's all right. Yeah. And then do we want to go over what we got each other? Sure. Let's do for it. For Valentine's Day? Yes. What'd you get me? So I got you a box of the, like, grocery store sugar cookies. Yes. Right? Pink. Um, very I got, cute. I got you Dove chocolate truffles, which I'm very excited to have one if you'll let me. I will. Also very cute. But I was thinking I was going to save them for like a girl's night or something okay, to like set out. Do that. But you can still have one, obviously. On girl's night. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just thought it's such a cute package. Wouldn't that be a cute little like thing? Yeah, I think that's really cute. I also got you Olipop. Lots of Olipop. Lots of Olipop. Anytime I can get Sienna Olipop, I do. Thank you. I got you Trident Bubble Bubble Gum. Bubblegum flavor, bubblegum. Solid. I got you a healthy gum, like an off, like a different brand of gum that's asparitane free. So I was excited for you to have that. I knew that you would kind of like that. I got you goldfish, a little box of goldfish, a little carton. The Which cartons. I loved. I only did crew that because like, I knew you were going to love it. Crew was like, dad got you some fish <laughs> and cookies. And I was like, uh... <laughs> I got you a Starbucks gift card. Mm-hmm. That a boy. And I got you Touchland hand, hand sanitizer. sanitizer. Yeah. I'm excited to use it. And I think that's it. Oh, I also wrote you a little love note. A love note and a poem. I wrote you a poem. And flowers. Well, the flowers was a part of the I Choose You Challenge. Oh, I thought it was part of my Valentine's. Nope. Separate. Oh. That's why I gave it to you the night before. I thought you just gave it to me the night before because they were going to die. No, that was it was the present for that day. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. And you got these cute little heart balloons from the confetti. I did. And you made my coffee. I did. And I plated your breakfast. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Who's counting? <laughs> I got Josh like a basics kit. So it was like some nice socks. Which I wore today. Super comfy. How'd they go? Super comfy. Good. Lightweight. 
but warm. Okay. I loved it. Good. A shirt, like a dress shirt so you could wear to work. What else did I get you? <laughs> so I got you some Reese's Hearts. Reese's Hearts, yeah. Which Cruz stole one. More than one. One. But he stole one before you got to open your gift. That is true. And then he stole one after. I got you some fancy shampoo and conditioner, like Shea Moisture for men. Which I use today again, and I love it. I love the smell of both of it, the shampoo and the conditioner. Yeah, they're different. They are different. I, I'm glad you know. Have you used it? No. <laughs> they smell so I kind of want to use it, you though. You should try it. Try it. Um, and then some hair pomade. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Which I use today, and it's really thick oh. quality. It's like it's like a good thick pomade. Okay, so I like it. I liked it, and it smells good. Good. And then I ordered you some Skims under undies. They ha- they haven't came in yet because they were out of stock. But I did order them, and they're on their way. I'm excited. That'll be good. Yes. Then I'll really be a Kardashian. If you listened to last week's episode. Watch out, Chris. I've got some new skims. <laughs> so you're going to have to check me out. I will DM you those pictures, Chris Jenner. Yes. And I got you liquid IV. <laughs> yes. Fully support. Liquid IV and sunglasses. I'm drinking the liquid IV right now. It's delicious. You guys, I tasted liquid IV for the very first time right before this podcast. I about threw up. Oh, That stop. stuff's nasty. And I am so sorry for anyone I've ever victimized by giving you liquid iv liquid. i've given it to josh multiple times as a present i've given it to multiple of my friends as a present and that stuff is nasty no it's not it's not nasty it's yes good. it is gross it's salty it tastes like a loogie you are entitled to your wrong opinion but i will say i love these sunglasses i love them i love a love 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 they them. look hot i you? look hot yes i've told you that before oh shoo shoo and then for our kids for Valentine's Day. Yeah, we got We already them. told you about their present. Yeah. But we did strawberry milk with whipped cream and sprinkles. They just loved that. Purple cinnamon rolls. <laughs> yeah. Which turned out a little too purple, a little Halloween vibes, but that's okay. And then they just loved their present. Like loved crew. It. He's just so cute. Like he's like, oh my gosh, like thank you mom and dad and he was like oh so excited for everything it was so cute it was cute so aside from valentine's day we also had another really exciting thing that we did over the week um this last sunday well uh as you all know the kansas city chiefs went to the super bowl and per the last episode last week uh we did win so shout out to the chiefs (laughs) very excited about that um, but we, Sienna and I, took the kids to the city, to Kansas City, where the Chiefs are, and we stayed in a hotel with the kids, our first time ever, and we played in a pool, and we had so much fun, and we got fun Dutch Bros coffee on the way there. We Which, ate if our- you follow our Instagram, you would have seen, because exactly. we did post a little Dutch Bros, we posted our little order, and what we rated them. So if you don't follow us already, go follow us on Instagram at ours.yours.podcast. You're totally missing out on this Today I Choose You challenge and all the behind the scenes things. So head over there. Yeah. And follow our personal accounts too. Mine is joshua.clary and Sienna is sienna.clary. C-L-A-R-Y. But anyways, we stayed at this hotel. It was so fun. We had all these amazing snacks. We ate at a restaurant. 
um, like a burger place. It was so good. Burger, bar, steak place, whatever. And then we went and swam. And then we watched the Super Bowl as a family. And it was so fun. We got Papa John's delivered to the hotel. So we were living large. Uh, chicken wings and pizza. Slay. Um, it was so fun and so good. And then we went to bed. Very few things on this trip went wrong. No. Which I'm yes. so happy about. I like can think of like three little things that went wrong. Well, a few more than that. But mainly, A, Cove peed her pants at the restaurant. It was at the very end. So I just kind of like took her straight out to the car because we were done eating. So that was not good. B, you left your card at the restaurant. Yeah, so sucked. once we got to the hotel, Josh had to go back to the restaurant to get his card while I unpacked and got the kids dressed to go swimming. And checked for bed bugs. Yeah. And then three, while we're eating our pizza, we're like, oh, we don't have any like plates or silverware <laughs> or anything like that. And we're like, okay, we'll remember the next time. So we used pizza boxes as plates and it worked fine. Yeah, it and worked it was, fine. It was a good memory. It was a great time. And our kids were so happy. They felt so loved. Uh, Crew just kept saying all day, like, Mom, I love you. I just love you. And he just said that multiple times that day. And you could just tell he was just living it up. And Cove, when we left the next day, she was, like, crying because she didn't want to leave. And they just did way better than I expected. Like, Perfect. Completely blew out my expectations. Like, we even went in, we're like, have no expectations yeah. <laughs> we're like this is gonna not go good but it went so good i kid you not when i say this crew was literally glowing he was so <laughs> Aww, happy so cute. it made my heart so happy that's cute so that happened we did that also normally for the super bowl we go to josh's grandparents and it's like a really big day for you because you love going to your grandparents on the super bowl it's like something you do every year we always have a lot of food because your grandma's a good cook they make like a good meat and we take our kids over there and they get a play. You know, it's a fun situation. We've yeah. been doing that since Josh and I have been dating. Yeah. So it's like a good tradition. And it was something that we started with them. Yes. And it's kind of grown and now other family members come out. It's it's a decently big deal. Right. And Josh's grandpa happened to have like this little sickness. Not little. He's actually been sick. Like it's been taking him out a little bit. But... He's been sick, and so they didn't have the Super Bowl party. And so we were like, Josh was kind of bummed out about it because, you know, we do that every year, and those are his grandparents, and it's just a little sad. So we're kind of, like, thinking, like, what are we going to do? And Josh is like, I just don't want to, like, do anything. Like, I just want to, you know, sit at home. I don't even know if I want to watch the Super Bowl. I think that bummed out, honestly, might even be an understatement of yeah. how down I was. I was, I was really – really sad yeah. I was very upset so I was like thinking I was like well we could go over to like this person's house they invited us and or I was like no this person invited us or we could invite people to our house or you know kind of just weighing all the options nothing was landing very well or sitting very well with us and so like the day before the Super Bowl we were like talking all week about this and like we couldn't figure it out the day before the Super Bowl I was like hey we have this money from your grandparents. They got us for Christmas. Like they got, you know, Crew and Cove money and me and you money. I was like, what if we took that money from your grandparents 
and stayed in a hotel in Kansas City and did a little staycation with our own little family and watched the Super Bowl there. And I just think that it was like the perfect little thing. It was like a sentiment from your grandparents. And I think that it was so sweet because you, like Josh, you said, like, it really proves to me that like you guys are my home and my family. And I just think that's so sweet. because one day we both know your grandparents aren't going to be here with us. And I just felt like that was kind of like God's way of saying like, you know, it's going to be okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm crying. It's okay. I just thought that was like, sometimes things like that happen and I kind of like can see it from like an outer perspective and kind of like how God moves all the puzzle pieces together. And I feel like that was like one of those moments where all the puzzle pieces just like kind of came together. Yeah. I I love you so much. And I I just think that that trip really did just, it just, it reinforces everything that I already know. And you just, you and the kids are just home. And like, um, one of the things that we're going to talk about in this episode is like, it's not your spouse's job this is like a myth that is talked about. Um, it's not your your spouse won't make you whole, and I, I I'll go into that later. But it's just really interesting how being a father and being a husband and loving you and loving our family has just proven to be center at like my identity as a person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I love you. I love that you wanted to do that. It ended up being such a cool little blessing, and what was pretty sweet is that we had a ton of points saved up. So the hotel was so cheap; it was it's the seventy five. Ho- it was like eighty dollars. Yeah, maybe even le- it was less actually. It was and like it was seventy five bucks. A nice hotel. It's a very nice hotel, Embassy Suites by the Hilton. It's very very nice. Yes. Um, so and it was an unexpected surprise as I've like we've been there before, which is good because I felt more comfortable like bringing our kids there because we know. How did, you know, we just know yeah, everything we know about the hotel. it. We know the hotel. But like when we did have our kids there, it made me notice more like this isn't like a family hotel. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like a bunch of like businessmen and like single people and maybe like a few older couples there. Not like a family hotel with yeah. a bunch of kids running around, which was kind of like cool. It was fun. I don't know if they thought it was cool that we were there, but right. I had fun. Yeah. So it was it was phenomenal. Great time, great experience, great tradition. Would love to do that um, again. So fun. Yeah, and there was fireworks after the Chiefs won. Yep, in the city. Yep. Yeah. It was so fun. My grandpa is starting to feel better, so we're really happy about that. And I, my grandparents, like, they probably hate that I call all the time. Like, I, I don't – I call – I just They call, love it. They what do you mean? It. They love it. They love it. And <laughs> I know that my, my grandpa said that, me calling is kind of making him feel better, right? Because he likes to get his mind off of not feeling good. So it made me like I've been really calling him a lot lately. And we talked and he asked me if I was going to go to the Chiefs parade because there's a huge parade in Kansas City for the Chiefs where all the players go out on buses and then you go to Union Station and there's a, a bunch of speeches and things like that. And I didn't go and I told him, I said that, yeah, I just, I get so worried things like that because you never know when something really bad's going to happen and just it's so sad that 
something awful happened, right? Like there was the, the, the shooting that happened. It's just a, a random, awful, stupid, dumb, selfish act of violence that we see too much. And it is infuriating to me. Um, it breaks my heart that a lot of the students that I, that I currently work with, a lot of students that I have previously worked with, my friends, my family members, like I knew so many people that went to that parade and I thank God that none of them are hurt, but 20, over 20 people shot, I think, and over 20 people injured. Um, as of today, like there has been a death, like this is just awful and it, it breaks my heart. So that was something that I've been kind of processing today. Um, just seeing these students that I care so much about hurting and, um, knowing how some people saw things that they will never unsee. Right. And that just breaks my heart. I literally texted Sienna that today and it's just, it was hard. It was a hard day. And I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really, it's really sad. So that happened this week and, um, yeah, it's awful. Our hearts and our thoughts and our prayers definitely go out to not only those injured and affected, but those who witnessed and anybody at the parade, fans of the Chiefs, just, you know, everybody. Yeah. And just what a what a rally of support, you know what I mean, for the Chiefs fans, for that community, uh, just for all of us in, in this area of, like, living in Kansas or Missouri, like, there's been so much support as far as other sport teams saying amazing things. I, I literally will probably never in my life forget now the Chargers, which I'm not a Chargers fan, right? Like I don't really watch the Chargers. It's one of the Chiefs rivals. Um, they posted this thing where they're like, we're rivals on game day. But off that field, we're all people. And they made this amazing post just saying that they were – with the Chiefs fans and the Chiefs and Kansas City right now, and it's just there are so many bad people in this world that are violent. They want to hurt people, um, and we see this too often. Regardless of why it happened, you know, it happens too much. And on the same note, for every bad person, I think that there's there are good people, right? Good people with good hearts, and you see that in times like this. But it's sad that we have to see such darkness before we can see the the rays of sunlight, the rays of good people. So awful situation really kind of tarnished the, I mean, like we won and it's amazing and everyone's so excited, but that's not what people are going to talk about, you know, and it's. It, and that's honestly not what's important it's, anymore. Exactly. It's not at all. Like I always, I always watch the parade highlights and I think it's so funny to see the drunk toddlers that are the chiefs, you know, like that they get so happy and crazy and funny. And I love watching the highlights. I I literally have not watched, but maybe one highlight and it was on accident because I don't care. I don't care about it. I just, I care more about the people that I know that are hurting. Okay. Anything else? I mean, do we, I think we got, I think we've covered our ground. Okay. I also just really fast. Before we move on, I want to say how much I loved Sienna's acts of love that she has given me. 
over the past week um, for our challenge that we're doing. Sienna, what, what's the name of the challenge? Today, I choose you challenge. So it's literally setting aside a few minutes a day to just make your significant other feel very loved. And I know for a fact that every day Sienna has made me feel loved. And I love it. And I really appreciate it. And I just want to say thank you for that. You're welcome. And thank you as well. You're welcome. And I also want to say that I have craved so desperately every day in this moment, I'm salivating, thinking about the bananas foster that you made me. And I really want you to make it again tonight. Oh, tonight? So bad. I want (laughs) it so bad. We do have bananas in the fridge. I saw them in the fridge. And and we do have ice cream. Listen, I'm so. So technically, I do have the ingredients. So hungry for it. It was so good. So. Get yourself a Sienna Clary. That's what I'm telling y'all. It was my first time making Bananas Foster. And it was phenomenal. It was, it was really easy. So good. So good. So thank you, baby. And I love this challenge. What are you doing today? Uh, it's a surprise. Okay. I'm excited to see. And yeah, if you guys want to join in on the action, like we said earlier, head over to Instagram. That's where we're having our little challenge. And we're telling you what to do so you don't even have to think of something to do. Right. And it's for the whole month of February. So you're not missing out. It's not over. We're at the end of the month now, but if you want, you can still do this in March. Make March special. You can do it any month. You could do it their birthday month, your anniversary month, just a random month. Yeah, because literally it's not going to do anything besides help your relationship grow. Right. And if you aren't working on your relationship, then your relationship is not growing. Exactly. If you're really, if you think your relationship doesn't need work, then it probably needs some work. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Okay. Let's get into these. What did you call them earlier? Uh, just marriage myths. No, you called them something else. And I was like, yeah, stereotypes. Yeah, stereotypes. Let's get into these marriage stereotypes. Yeah, let's just talk through them. Um, we have 10 to go over. So let's do it. Number one, marriage will make jealousy disappear. This is 100% not true. Not true. I thought this was true, though. When I were, when we were dating and stuff, just because once you get married, you're like, okay, well, they're obviously committing to me. They're getting legally bind to me. Like, there's really no reason to be jealous. You know, it's they, they picked me. It's over. You know what I mean? But that's not true. <laughs> Jealousy is still in the picture. I will say it's less for sure. I agree. I think it's so not too. like high school. Well, we're high school sweethearts, so I think it's a little different because we got married so young. But like, it's definitely not like it was in high school. There's not like I don't feel like there's a bunch of competition towards me or anything like that. But there still is times where I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that person or the situation or you know or like what's going on between this, you know, things like that. I think that there's always like a little. I don't know if it's maybe just like self-doubt or kind of like imposter syndrome or things like that, but I think that you're always going to be a little bit, you love someone, right? Like you love your wife, you, you love them so much. So maybe worrying a little bit isn't a bad thing. You know what I mean? Because that just shows that you are, you still want them to want to pursue you. Exactly. I think a little jealousy is healthy for sure. Don't you agree? I agree. If a relationship has no jealousy, I feel like that's unhealthy. I mean, that just means that you are so comfortable and secure. But I don't know. I think that that might be a little bit arrogant. I don't know. 
if I maybe you think my statement is arrogant? No, I'm saying that if you are so secure in your relationship and think, oh my gosh, oh like they're never are, gonna cheat on nothing me, nothing will ever happen to us. Well, that's that. Okay, listen, maybe you are like a goals couple and you listen to the ours and yours podcast and you work on your relationship all the time, but anything can happen to anyone. Like I, I, I firmly believe that. Um, I've seen some of the best relationships end because someone has cheated on someone. You know what I mean? So it happens. So that's why I think that working constantly on your relationship is so crucial, whether it's intimacy, whether it's trust, whether it's goals in life, finances, whatever it is that you fight about or maybe is like a tough topic, right? You address it and you always work on that with your significant other. Number two, happy couples do everything together true i disagree i think it's i think it's false i think it's a myth obviously you can't do everything together no and i but don't i think that couples who do do everything together stay together that's my opinion do everything like you're by your side by each other's side 24 7 you want to do everything with each other like you're not doing separate activities like we talked about the other week like, you're doing your thing at night. I'm doing my thing at night. No, we do it together. I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I 100% agree. But what I'm saying in this capacity is, like, if you have a girl's night, I don't need to be there. Like, you That's need di- that. Yeah, I agree yeah, on okay, that. Okay. So, like, I'm not saying, like, um, at at bedtime, like, you don't do your thing, I do my thing. It's It's not saying that. It's saying, like... Every aspect of your life, you have to be together. I don't think that's true. I think that's what it's saying. Because realistically, you can't do every single thing together. But I think that is what it's saying. Like, happy couples do everything together. Go grocery shopping together. No, I I agree with that. Okay, maybe I messed up the way I was thinking. Because I was thinking about it more from the angle of, like, it's It's okay if we have different opinions on it. Well, I'm not saying that we don't have different opinions. It's a conversation. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I think it's so important that you also create time for other people, too. Like, I, you need to have your girls. Night. I get what you're saying. You I, need, I need to have your own personality. Right. It can't just be so dependent on each other that you have nothing besides each other. Right. Like, I agree. You need to hang out with your mom. For one sure. On one. I need, like, my own interests, my own hobbies. Yeah. Like, space away from you. Right. Like, very little space away from you every now and then. Not too much. I don't need to like <laughs> go to the bathroom with you while you poop to talk to you, right? No, I get I get what you're saying. Like at the end of the day, you were your person before we got together. I was my person before we got together. Yes, we are one now. And I do believe that. Like yeah. we are a team. We are one. But yes, I I think that like when it comes to like self-help and things like that, like I need to work on my own self you do your own work and then like that just makes our team stronger. Right. And I feel like we always so I think that maybe a better way to frame this would be healthy couples do life together and they also can do their own things. You know what I mean? Cuz like we we both have decided we want to be healthier this year, right? Mhm. But you work out at home, right? During nap time and stuff like that and I work out in the morning. Do you? I do. I'm doing great. okay so yeah okay number three marriage is no different than not being married what do you think i think okay let me back up i used to think that that was true when we first got married 
I was like, this is the same. Now, being married for five years, I think that it is not true. I think it is different, for sure. I think it is definitely different. I agree. Right when you get married, like, it doesn't feel that different. Especially in our situation, because we lived together before we got married, right? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, we spent every minute with each other. We did everything together, like we were just talking about. We lived with each other. We were smitten. You know, it really wasn't that different. But now that I like see the bigger picture, like it is totally different. Yeah. All of your goals in life change. Like you are a unit. You are a married unit. You're not just two people that live together, that we're dating, that have different goals and aspirations. Like I really do think that once you get married, you centralize your goals. Yes. You prioritize everything in your life. Especially us getting married in college. Even in high school, we were strategic with planning college and things like that because we did want to stay together. However, once we did get married in college, it was for sure like very much so together. It's not, oh, you're living in the dorms. Well, I think I'm going to live off campus or whatever like that. It's like we are going to rent a house together. (laughs) We will be living together. We will be going to college together. Our finances are all together. So you take out these student loans for me. I'll take out, you know, you know, it's, it's all That's together. That's the way we did it. But looking further down the line, now it's like so many things are intertwined in our lives. It would be crazy to unravel and go separate if you think about it. If you think about like if we ever got a divorce – what that would logistically look like, that would be a nightmare. Disaster. Absolute disaster. Disaster. (laughs) But listen, we aren't staying together, though, just because... We aren't staying together? We are not staying together just because we fear that unraveling. No, I was just saying... make that known. I was just saying, like, it is... Right? It is different. No, it is. And now, I mean, you add kids in that mix, and, you know, I, I think about, like, my parents and your mom and my grandparents like that's your like that's your mom but that's my mom you know like yeah we that's never, my mother-in-law like, like we formed relationships with these other people in each other's lives my mom and dad is your mom and dad like my grandparents are your grandparents like we're all family yeah and even with kids now it's like oh, geez our kids are always going to like that's always going to be their grandma your mom is no matter yeah. what divorced not divorced dead alive no matter what like yes it's it's a permanent decision and it might not feel different the day after or the week after or even maybe the year after but later down the longer you go don't take that decision lightly yeah and that's why like that i'm just gonna i'm gonna agree with you do not get married to someone if you're not sure you know what I mean? This is a life it, like the marriage set. Like when you get married, till death do us part. Like don't don't stay with someone for the rest of your life if you're miserable. I'm not saying that. And things change in a marriage. Things are constantly changing, and you can experience hardship. Sienna and I have been there. We've had high, we've had low, um, but we have built such a foundation on our relationship. Uh, we put Christ central in our marriage, and that was something that we talked about at marriage counseling with Pastor Charlie way back in the day is putting 
your marriage centered around Christ. And I really do feel like even in the past few years, we've really taken that and built our marriage on that. And I feel like that has gotten us through some rough waters. Number four, a conflict-free marriage is healthy. Okay. A conflict-free marriage is healthy. No. That's not. I agree. It's, it is not healthy. That's the biggest red flag ever. So when Sienna and I first got together, um, we had numerous friends. Um, I would say I know that we did. Numerous friends and people in our life that said, you guys fight too much. You argue too much. You bicker too much. It is never going to work out. When we were in high school, that's kind of like, yeah. I think people were a little concerned because we fought a little too much. Yeah. Which I agree with. We did fight a lot. We did. We argued a lot. And I think that what stands out to me about our fighting in high school, and I, I still think we're pretty darn good about this, is that we fight fair. Like we, when we would fight in high school. Some like, of us. Are you serious? I'm joking. Okay. I was like, really? I'm joking. I was like, okay, okay, cool. Um, I feel like in high school, in like our whole relationship, we have just like, we do not bully each other. We don't put each other down. We always have the mind. I do. I, I honestly feel like even if one of us is extra mad and doesn't want to forgive and move forward, we always go into every fight and come out of every fight thinking like, let's make this better. Like stronger. We, we want to make this stronger. So in high school, we would fight a lot, um, a lot about things like jealousy, insecurity. Like there, there was a lot of situations. To me, that's how we made our boundaries. I agree. With it, each other. I also think that it taught us how to communicate. And I think that also through that discord and discomfort of having those arguments, fights, whatever you want to call them, we learned more about each other. We learned more about each other's past. We learned more about why we feel the way that we feel, right? Because all of those arguments, all those fights, all those disagreements, they all had something underlying, right? Obviously, you're getting emotional and passionate about something. So something's stirring up within you. So and, that makes sense. And that's what it was, is for everything that we had a, a disagreement or fight or whatever about, it went back to, I feel this way because I was hurt. I feel like this because this happened. I feel like this because I'm insecure about this. You know, there was a purpose for every fight that we had. And what was so healthy about every one of those fights, and I stand on this, and I really stand on it even today, is that every time we fight, we always make up, and we always find out why we fought. I really think that we do. Um, I even think about like our most recent argument, right? Was like it went back to like, okay, maybe I've got some like, maybe I still am a little bit over jealous. Like, why is that? You know, like, what am I, what am I, am, what, why am I being so um, insecure? And I'm just getting in my head, right? Like, why is that? So arguing can be healthy if it's done in a fair, clean way. Yeah. If it's toxic, yelling, cussing, degrading. constantly, yeah, degrading, putting you down things like that especially physical that is that is not healthy get out go that get is out. not healthy argument um also i think about this on the flip side when we were in high school there was another couple we were friends with we would go on double dates with them a lot we basically started dating around the same time it was basically kind of like a parallel situation it, we would fight a lot 
they didn't have any fights. No fights ever. No fights at all. I always told my buddy he'd give me so much crap. I love the kid, but he's like, gosh, you, you and her fight all the time. I'm like, yeah, but we're just learning how to communicate, right? And they would always say like, well, yeah, we don't really – we haven't had a fight or anything yet. And we don't fight. That And – their relationship did end. It did last like for over a year or something, but it did eventually end. And we saw that coming because we knew like you have to fight or else you're not speaking up about things that are making you upset or you're holding it under your breath or you're like holding um, resentment Resentment. towards the other person. So that's why fighting in relationships is healthy. Well, yeah, it's, it's discord is, is fine. It literally, it it creates communication. It literally creates communication for you and your, in your significant other so that you can navigate. I can think of another person like in our lives that has been through a lot of relationships with the same situation. She like doesn't speak up about how she's feeling and, I think, you know, that's so important to communicate. And it is something you have to learn to do through relationships. It takes practice. And it's hard. I it mean, is. It's, it's hard. And it's uh, conflict is not fun. Conflict is awkward and it can be difficult. But healthy conflict is good. I stand on that. Number five, living together first will test your marriage. So a lot of people think they need to live with each other first. In order to like test drive the marriage to see if it's going to work out or not, because moving in together does create a lot of, you know, conflicts sometimes among couples and to see each other's true selves and all of that. What is your opinion, Josh? I disagree. I don't think that you have to live together um, before you get married to test your marriage. Um, It's kind of like, to me, it's like, saying that you have to sleep with someone before you get married. I don't think that that's true. Um, a lot of people like will make like inappropriate, like, Oh, you, you're going to, you're going to, you got to test drive a car before you buy it. It's like, that's not the same thing. Um, I think that if you love someone and you're in a relationship with them, um, and you are growing every day together, you can grow with someone without living with them. I, I loved living with you. Um, I think it was great. I think it was good for our relationship. I think it was good for our situation. You know, we, both of us. we were in college and after we got engaged, we moved in together. Yeah. Before we got married. So we did not live together before we got engaged, which is kind of an interesting little tidbit. We didn't plan that out though. No. It's just how it, that's just how the timeline happened. It wasn't like a boundary for us. We weren't like, we're not moving in together until we get engaged. It just happened to happen that way. Um, I think we're both open to it because at that point we've been dating for like over three years. Um, but yeah, what were you saying? Yeah, I just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a must. I think you just have to go on your situation, right? Now, I, I do think that there are some weird quirks when you move in with someone, you learn, I don't want to say like, I, I think about, I think about um, like Love Island, right? Is the show that we watch right now. And Love Island is so funny because on the first day, right, everyone shows up and they're all wearing like like super short swimming trunks or like really like scandally bikinis and things like that. The girls have their makeup on like like thick and the and the <laughs> guys the guys have their makeup on thick. I like I literally watched a video where they were like 
like putting makeup on Bergie's abs. <laughs> like he showed that. And I just think that's so funny because they will end up sleeping together that night. Like literally just like sleeping. Sleeping, yeah, yeah. Because they all share, you have to share a bed in that show. And the next day, you see all the girls without their makeup on. You see the guys in like cut off t-shirts and like pimple stickers. They're all wearing pimple patches. All wearing pimple patches. So it's just like, I think that you have to be prepared for the pimple patches. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're going to, you're going to learn about your PPP. You're going to learn about too much the, yeah, the P the pimple patches, the poop, the period, um, the period, like all these different <laughs> things. You're going to learn a lot more about your, about your significant other when you move in with them. I think that some of it can be shocking. I have a different take on this a okay. little bit. Okay. Let me hear it. You don't technically have to live with each other before like signing, you know, to get married, signing your life away. <laughs> However, I do think that you need a very good look into who they are. And so what I'm trying to say, when Josh and I were dating, I would go over to his house all the time. Like we would hang out every single day. I saw him brush his teeth. I saw him take a shower. Not like watching, but like I was at your house. You didn't watch me shower? I was at your house and you'd be like, I'm going to go jump in the shower. I looked at your bedroom. I saw how clean or dirty it was. I saw all your habits. We had been on multiple like overnight trips with the school. I've seen you outside of your house, like with other people in the public. I'm just saying you need like a good look at the person in all different kinds of situations multiple times I think before for sure before getting married to them and I 100% agree with that I think it's important to see how they treat their mom yes dad yes just random people like how do they deal with like traffic when they get mad like what does anger look like what does sadness look like like we are very we're very blessed that we're high school sweethearts I, I don't think that we talk about that enough I think that people meet so often not in high school. So I think that by the time we were even ready to go to college, Sienna, you saw me when Angie died mm-hmm. and how low of low I was, right? Um, you saw me at my highest highs. Um, and you got to see that. I mean, you saw me mad. Right. Just the everyday in and outs. Not not just going on dates with people, not just watching movies at their apartment, like like life. Knowing them. Yes, doing life with them already. Yeah. And I think you for sure need to know that before you get married, not necessarily move in together. But I feel like when we moved in together, I already knew everything about you. We did not have to overcome any obstacles when we moved in together. It was smooth sailing for us. And I think that's exactly how you should go into it. If before you move in with each other, it should, there should be no question about how it's going to go. Yeah. It's going to go great because you already know each other's quirks. And Josh already knew I was going to be the one decorating and he was has going to have no say. <laughs> and you know, like we yeah. already we knew we went into it knowing all of that. Yeah. And I already knew like what brand of dish soap, you know. Yeah. It's not like a thing. Yeah. Now granted, we weren't established in our 30s living alone and setting our yeah, ways. We didn't have a, a loft or an apartment and we weren't stubborn. We, I'm high school sweethearts. We're very lucky. Seriously. Yes. But on the flip side of that, like I will say 
on the podcast, we are so lucky to be high school sweethearts, but we also put in a crap ton of work to make it work. Yes. We did. So kudos to us because it's not it's not just we're lucky, it's not just fun. Like we we were very lucky and we are strong for getting through all of the thick and thin. And I think that we um have been through so much together because we've been together since high school. So for sure. Cool. Number six, your spouse will complete you and make your life 100% full. Hmm. This is interesting. It for sure, for sure doesn't make you 100% whole. Yep. Um, but it does kind of feel like you complete me, you know? Yeah. It does feel like I was missing the other little person I needed to fill in all the gaps I didn't have on my team. That's what it feels like. However, you shouldn't rely on your spouse to be your everything. I agree. For sure. Because that is not fair to them. And they are not educated, sustained enough to meet your every single need that you have. I 100% agree. It is it is not the responsibility of your spouse to make you feel whole all the time. No. Um, especially... When you start adding in kids and things like that, like there is so much of us that can go around. There are times where Sienna has to be mom and being a wife has to take the back burner or times where I have to work and I've got to put that on the back burner. But that doesn't mean that we don't immediately go back to it. So we made the decision that Christ is number one in our life and then we immediately put our marriage and our family Second. Marriage, Uh, second. Kids, third. That's true. And then everything else is behind that. And when I say we put our marriage on the back burner, our kids, what I'm saying is, is like we recognize that there might be times where we just have to do something that we don't want to do, right? Like where we have, like I got to work. Like I just have to go and work this night. It sucks. I hate it. Like it's, it's not ideal, but we do it because that one night of work is what sustains our family, right? Exactly. It's a balancing act. Yeah. Of everything. So it's always hard, but you know, I just, I don't think that it's your significant other's job to always make you feel whole. Like you have to maintain relationships with other people to be a healthy individual. Yes. Like, you need friendships. Mm-hmm. You need mentors, sometimes even mentees. I think that's very healthy. Um, boss like a boss figure i think is healthy too um friends you need i said that yeah um for me like something that i've really identified as something that i needed and was missing out on my life was like christian men influence like mm-hmm. good that's huge christian male influences um i so lucky that i have a boss that's a great christian man um i'm so grateful that one of my coworkers john is just is a huge advocate and just person that makes my life so much better every day because he shares that same value value that I do. And like, we both are Christians and we both are men. We are both Christians that just want to guide our family and love our wives. And we, we carry that with us every day. So it's really nice to work with them that do that. Um, it's, it's so nice to just have like-minded people, right? And also I started, I went to the men's group that our church had and that was phenomenal. 
I'm so serious. Like I'm to, so happy you went. And it I love when you do things like that. And I you know that. I do. But it really I was thinking today. I was like, there's nothing like I was thinking about you and that cross necklace of yours <laughs> because was it today that you walked out in your sunglasses yeah. and I was like, oh, you look hot. And then you pulled your cross necklace out. And I was like, okay, that's even hotter because I was thinking, I was like, there's nothing hotter than when like Josh puts on his cross necklace or has a Bible in his hands or goes to like, you know, one of those men's ministries. I don't know why I'm crying again or, you know, says like, hey, we should go to church today or something like that. I'm like, that is the ultimate like turn on. (laughs) Well, turn on. That's that's interesting. Um, it's just, it's so, it's so cool. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's awesome to be around those type of people that just get it, you know? Yeah. And you need that. You need that. You need relationships with other people. That's kind of the moral of that is don't, that puts too much freaking pressure on, on your spouse to have to try to figure out and you need to be your own person. And we can still be best friends because we are. You are my best friend. You're my ride or die. Yeah, and you're like, my best friend too. But yes, I think that goes back to that question earlier. Like you need your own thing sometimes too. But also with this, like I think some people might think that their spouse is their therapist or, you know, could solve all their problems and things like that that aren't so happy. And I think that's a dangerous spot too. I agree. Because then you're putting all of your heaviness on the other person for, especially for like a long period of time, I don't think that would be very healthy. So I do think there's times where you need to outsource things like that. And it's good to like fall on your people. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's okay to be there. You're obviously going to be there for your spouse. And there are times where even Sienna and I have like, we've went through something and like, we will try to talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And it's like, okay, maybe for you to process this or, feel better you need to talk to your girls about it or like i need to talk to my friends like like i or i need to talk to like a like my dad or like someone someone else you know and that's okay yeah that's good that's fine seven the first year is the hardest i made a tiktok about this one because a lot of people say the first year of marriage is the hardest for us that was not true i'm not saying it can't be true for other people um but I think the first year of marriage is fun. It feels kind of like another honeymoon phase. I think so too. I think that it just all goes back to it's <laughs> it's kind of like that movie. It's like situational. Like what what things happened in that first year. I think that I think that really just impacts it. Like did you did you have to deal like our first year? Awesome. Yeah. You know, like we started a new adventure together. Um I got my first full-time job. We moved back home. Like, to our area, you know? Yeah. Um, like, that's so exciting, right? Like, now, there was a lot of changes, but it a lot wasn't... Of, a lot of changes that were good and yeah, exciting. It's yeah, it's starting our new life together, basically. But for some people, right, like, the situation might not be good. Right. It and could it could be, be moving in together didn't go great, or... You had a death in the family, or just something awful. Like yeah. anything can happen. Or and, maybe you didn't know each other as good as you thought, so you're working through a bunch of jealousy issues, or... You never know. I think that for us, it was not rough. You know, no. it, it could be. I think, I really think it's year two. Yes, that's a, that's my theory. Year two. 
And I don't know if it's year two of marriage or year two of being together. I'm leaning more towards year two of being together. Yep. Um, is the hardest because the first year is the honeymoon phase. Ish, first year-ish is the honeymoon phase and you're on cloud nine. And then after that drop, I think things get harder. And it's like after a year, you're going on into a more long-term relationship because couples can stay together for a year and break up. Couples who stay together for two years, like that's a little bit harder. Each yeah. year it gets a little bit deeper and more logistically, you know, intertwined. So I think that year two is like, are you going to make it or are you going to break it? Right. That's that's a great that's a great point. Yeah. I, I seriously agree. I've seen some what I thought great relationships, like people like, oh yeah, they're gonna, you know, and then you get to the year, year and a half, and it's like, ah, crap, you know. Yeah, and but, it it dies out because that spark, that infatuation phase is over. Right. And then also, I think that it takes a long time to actually know who a person is. Yes. So, like, maybe your judgment's kind of clouded. And I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier about actually knowing your your uh, spouse before you get married, the person that you're dating, right? It's so important to really know them. And I feel like you kind of – you can be the best version of yourself. You know, the 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 – I have my hair done. I look great. I smell great. I'm always the best. I'm I'm Josh freaking Clary. I'm Dr. Clary, you know. Um, but then, like, I don't know. You got some baggage. And people kind of hide their baggage at the beginning for quite a while, I think. You yeah. Know? And you see that a lot, especially when people are older and dating. Us, we're so young, like, we didn't, we couldn't, like, hide your baggage because you're 15, 16, whatever <laughs> we were, you know, back in the day. But when you're in college, when you're in your late twenties, early thirties, like you can't really fake it for too long. You right. can fake it for maybe a few months. You can maybe fake it for a year, but over that you start seeing through that crap. And that's when a lot of relationships tail out. Yeah. So it's too bad. But also I promise you, if you're someone that's been at that year, year and a half, or even two years right there, if you break up and like you, you got some major red flags at the end. So much better to do that then than marry the person. Yes. Have kids with the person and just do trust us. Trust us. Why yeah. Do you, yeah. I'm saying trust us You're because like, trust it. We're stuck. No, because we know like how deep it goes. Yeah, it does. And like Sienna said earlier, it gets it's it's so crazy like how intertwined your lives are like mm -hmm. everything. And if if you're not all in it, then don't wind that ball up because no. it's just like I think about our situation going back to that like if we ever did get a divorce, like how many lives would seriously be altered because of that two kids, your life, my life, all of our parents, it's our siblings, like your coworkers, all, even yeah, like people every, at your job, everybody, my friends, my friends, your friends, like we've known them for years. Like, so if you're not all in, if you don't know a person, don't marry that person. Seriously. Number eight, children will bring you closer true i agree i agree too i don't think that children fix things like some people say boom so important i wanted to make sure to note that so that people understood what i'm saying yes there's a difference children won't fix your relationship it's not like an instant oh well we have a kid together so now we have to work things out no it is definitely quite the opposite i would say in that regard because things get hard shiz 
hits the fan when you have a child. It gets hot and heavy, serious. It's crazy. You are tired. You're exhausted. Like, and we talked about like knowing how each other react, right? Like you don't even, there's, I don't, I do not think that there is a single way to prepare yourself for children until you have children. You can see how your significant other is babysitting, watching. It's way different. But it's not even comparable to having kids. Even girls. Yeah. Like the way I was like, I don't know, as a teenager or even early, like young adult, I acted way different with kids than I do with my own kids. And as an uncle, I, I acted way different. Yeah. Like I was a great I think I was a pretty good uncle when I was younger. Um, but it it's to, it's so different. And I know that especially with with crew, our son, who's now almost four, right? When we brought him home, it was the worst, one of the worst weekends. I'm not going to say the worst weekend of my life. I would That's, say hard. It was one of the hardest. Not worst. It was hard. It was exhausting. It was so hard. I, I Listen, y'all. I, I'm not even ashamed to say it. I sobbed. I sobbed. I cried. I was exhausted in a way I've never even been tired. I was scared in a way I've never been scared in my whole life. I sent my friend Riley a Snapchat of me crying and like i'm like sobbing um my dog our dog ran away crew had not slept for like a day and a half i stayed up all <laughs> i no, literally remember that was the night i watched like all the disney movies in one yeah, night but he slept during the day yeah well i guess <laughs> but i didn't get to right right <laughs> and so i sent my i sent my buddy riley a snapchat of me crying and i'm like please remind me to never have any more kids yeah and he never did, and we had a daughter. And, <laughs> but luckily, um, we kind of had the parenting thing figured out by then. But anyways, going back to that, children are hard. So if you're if you think like, man, me and my me and my wife, or me and my girlfriend, like, or my me and my fiance, we're fight all the time. A, a kid will bring us close because we'll have this thing together. No, get a freaking puppy. Like, if you need puppies to, like, are hard puppies too. Puppies are hard too. But don't bring a kid into the world. Oh, no. Don't do it if you think it's going to heal anything. It's not. It's not going to fix anything. It's hard and it's work. And that's what marriage is. It's hard and it's work, right? So, But on the flip side of this, if you are in a good marriage and you do bring your child into this world, yes, you do become so much closer. It's crazy because nine months – can bring so many different things within that it's like finding out you're pregnant is like one emotional hurdle and then going through like if your wife gets sick like that's another like you have sympathy for her and you know you have to take care of her more and there's all these different things you see how her body changes and you have to love her body through all of that and her emotions are up and down, up and down. Like she, you know, all of that preparing you for it. You see each other like in a different light and it does make you become closer because you do have those, you know, frictions and then giving birth and seeing all of that, you will see each other. Well, you'll see her like you've never seen her before. Let's just say that. (laughs) (laughs) It gets a little graphic, but 
I think that brings you closer together. And then the woman, like I know for me, since I had a C-section, I had to rely on you so much because I couldn't move as good as normal. I was hurting. I just had surgery and you just like see each other burst into this new identity instantly instantly and it's so wild and it does bring you closer i will say and i i'm so serious when i say this literally one of my favorite things about being like married to you and being in or even i would say even being with you is seeing you turn into a mom and like just how it instantly changed so much about you or maybe not even changed who you are but really brought out different traits of you that you always had but maybe weren't at the forefront of who you were um that's a really good way to put it yeah you you are so selfless with our kids like you love our kids you adore our kids you are so patient with our kids, like even on even on days where it's hard. And I know you get tired, and I know you get stressed. Being a stay at home mom ain't no joke, right? <laughs> but you are such a good, loving mother, and it is like when I think about you and how proud I am of you, and how proud I am to call you my wife. I am just even more proud to say that you are the woman that is the mother to my children. Oh, that's like, very sweet. So, so special. Thank you. You're welcome. Number nine. Is it true that when you marry your spouse, you're not only marrying them, but you're marrying their family? I think it's true. So true. I, I don't necessarily, I would not, I disagree with the wording of this. I think you are not marrying the family. You're inheriting the family. Okay. Uh, like your marriage true. is your marriage. Like, it is not mama's marriage anymore. She should not be telling you how to roll the dice, like what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying you inherit the family. You inherit the mess. You inherit the the riches. The riches are rags. Whatever it is, it's yours Some of both. You you inherit the great people in the family, and you inherit the crazy. Yep. 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 And if you can just think that you're going to live your life around that – no. That's, it's not going to no, work. No. There's going to be some sort of conflict in the future or, you know, whatever happens down the line where that's not going to work out. It's it's all of it. You take all of it or none of it. Yep. So just prep yourself for that. I don't I, – I mean, I, it's just – it's pretty simple. Like, you do. Yeah, I mean, there, there are going to be moments – I'll even talk about, like – I'll talk a little bit about your mom if it's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times with uh, my girl, Roxy – where we have butted heads and I've been like, she is, she's an in-law, she's a mother-in-law, but there are so many times where I'm like, I, I literally adore your mom. Like, I love your mom so much. Like I've sent your mom some really, really sweet messages telling her how much I care about her and how important she is So sweet because she is my mother-in-law and she is the grandmother to my children. And she is, yeah, like I said earlier, that's not going to change. You're picking a, a dad or mom for your children, your future children. You're also picking a grandmother and a grandpa for your future children. I don't think a lot of people think about that. Yeah. And I am, um, I'm going to say something. I don't know if I've ever said this, but I just thought about this and I think it's so true is that even on 
like in moment your mom your mom's pretty close to perfect like she's pretty great right but even on moments where i'm just like frustrated or mad and we've been together since high school so there's been a couple right <laughs> um your mom and your dad raised you and they brought you up to be the woman that you are and you are so special to me and perfect to me and they had their hand in the woman that you are yes i think about that with you too so your mom is so important to me because she gave me she like not gave me but she made like helped you become the woman that you are right you're you're perfect to me oh so very sweet, Clary. I didn't know this um, episode was going to get so deep and emotional. But like, it's just, it's being real. It's like marriage is, if you know Josh Clary, you know he loves his coffee. Um, but you also like, I'm so serious. Like, I am a simp for our family. Like, I love our family. I love being married to you. I love being a dad. And I think that just talking about this is like so important because people rush into this so so willy-nilly and marriage is so hard you know as pastor cal says like marriage ain't for punks right (laughs) so marriage ain't for punks like you got to put in some hard work but luckily i've had you to put it in worth and it's been worth it so oh very sweet before we jump into number 10 this is your last call yeah this is going to be the last episode that we invite you to give us a review on Apple or Spotify, a five-star rating. And if you are on Apple, give us a review too. It just helps us out. Screenshot that and send it to ours.yours.podcast on Instagram. DM us and we're going to send you an awesome curated date night list. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Winter date ideas for at home, ideas for out and about. It's just ways to really warm up your marriage um, and your relationship. Jeez, you don't even have to be married. Take your take your boo thing out on some of our dates, or stay home and do some of the dates. It's just it's just gonna make things interesting. It's but, something that I said earlier. Like if you're not growing your relationship, if you're not working on it, then if you aren't if you aren't working on your relationship, you're not growing it. So invest in it. Do some fun stuff that's new. You know? Yeah, invest your review. I mean, it doesn't even cost any money. And it really just helps us out because we love doing this podcast. And I was telling I was telling two students today, like I literally, I promise, I had um, my student worker and another student worker up front and I got really happy. And I started packing up at 422, I think, like a few minutes early. And they're, I was like, y'all giddy. And they're like, what's up? And I was like, it's podcast night tonight. I promise. And they're like, what's podcast night? And I said, it's my date night that I have with my wife. Uh-huh. So to us, it's it's kind of a hobby right now. We'd love for it to grow. So one way to do that is by you filling out this review for us. It just helps us out a lot. Right. So, And this is the last chance yeah, for so. the winter one. Um, next, we'll be coming out with the spring one. Yes. So. Yep. And it's going to be cute. So. Number 10, Clary. All right, you ready? Finish this off. All right, number 10. You will lose friends after your engagement slash marriage. What's your thoughts? I disagree with this. Really? I, um, well, I, I don't. I, I, here's, here's how I'm going to explain it. You 
after you get engaged or married, you don't have to lose your friends, right? I don't think that it's necessary for you to lose your friends. I feel like once you get engaged and when you're early married, you really, really invest in that. Like I think that a lot of the people that I know put 100%, all their chips in their marriage, like, well, not all their chips, but you know what I mean? Like they're putting a lot in their marriage. And maybe I think that we talk a lot about seasons, right? I have a lot of friends from college who are in their mid to late 20s, like we are, right? Um, and their their life is so different, so different. You know, like the, I'm a bachelor or, oh, I'm single living in the city. Like it's just very different. So for me, I chose a very different life. I, I got married to my high school sweetheart and I had two kids pretty fast. And I'm full-time career working Christian man. You know what I mean? So it just doesn't align right? Then there, we're not on the same level as far as like where we are at, not, not success wise in life, but just where our life is at. Right. So maybe sometimes those relationships just kind of naturally fall off a little bit, but that doesn't mean that those friendships have to end. Uh, It doesn't mean that those relationships have to end. They just could become a little stagnant or you could kind of hit a little like null in your relationship. What do you think? I think that it's true that I think you should expect some sort of friendship shift when you do enter that season. And I think it will happen when you find your person because you're going to go from spending your time and your effort from your friend group to that person because you're going to just naturally want to do that if you find the right one. And so I think that it could even start happening at the beginning of your relationship because your friends are going to be like, oh, like, she missed this day and we went out here this time and you know, she chose him over us and you see that, you see that you kind of see that Mm -hmm. little bit of like gel, like almost like jealousy. Like, yeah. But I do think that, I think that it kind of, if you're going to stay friends with someone, it's going to even out or like maybe you just really weren't going to be friends with them long term. I think that I definitely think that you could lose friendships. I think it happens. I would not be ignorant to that might happening to you I think it definitely depends on where you're at in life um but like for us I definitely think that since we were in college it was a lot different because I think anybody in college like their relationships change after they graduate and move on to their separate ways I it definitely dilutes a lot for anybody plus putting marriage on that I think it's like a double whammy um And then I do think it affects your friendships later on too. So like if you meet someone that you would have been friends with before, but you're married and they're single, it just doesn't work out as smoothly as like it should. Yeah, I hear you on that. I really like that you brought up just like the end of the season. Like it goes back to what I was saying and you said the same thing like, it's the end of a season, like whether it's you get married right out of high school or you get married in your 30s, like y- your life is changing, right? And for us, it was so different because we had just, like we got married and then I graduated my bachelor's degree, right? Mm-hmm. So we left our college town and we moved back to our home area, right? Like where we're from, like, and so I think that you just leave it all behind and you can still, um, I'm not saying leave it all behind, like forget about it. I'm saying like, you can still have those friendships. It but changes. You're not hanging out with them every day. 
Like I love, I have, I have amazing college friends. Like I love Gabriel, Alfredo Diaz Serrano. Like I love that dude. I saw him every day at Emporia, right? And we hung out every day, like every single day. I got to spend time with him, and it was great. And when you weren't around, because we didn't have kids, you know what I was doing? Hanging out with Gabe, right? Um, playing video games with Gabe, hanging out, singing songs, playing the ukulele, doing dumb stuff like being college kids. We left, and then we focused on our marriage. And I didn't get to do that every day. But also it's not realistic because he lives two hours away now, right? So it's hard. Being a couple in college, we for sure had a different experience than single people in college, like hands down. I think we could do a whole episode on that. I was about to say that that could literally be a whole episode. So I'm not going to get into that, but it is completely different and friendships are different friendships when you are, different. are in a relationship in college greek life was different every single thing is different everything is different wow that was a good episode i love this episode i love 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 it we love it- talking about marriage we love giving our advice because we just like i don't know i feel like we have so much so many experiences and we've been through so much together that we you know, have something to say about every little thing. I think that something that Sienna and I used to talk about before we did the podcast, and I would say a couple of years ago, I would say this to Sienna. I have some really great friends that are single dudes, right? And I have like people in my life that I'm like, geez, you need some relationship help. And I'm not saying we have it all figured out because we definitely don't, but we have, a. I, I think that we have a little bit of cred now. Like we have some credibility as far as like, you know, we've been doing this marriage thing for over five years, right? Been in a relationship for over 10 years. Over 10 years, yeah. So, like, we, we've we worked a lot. And we we kind of get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's you ever... Can, you can tell when, like, you're watching a Q&A or um, on YouTube or if there's a Q&A on Instagram or whatever it is, TikTok, and someone asks a question and you know exactly how you would answer it. That's how I always feel about relationship questions. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what advice I would give. And, like, this is my take on it. Like, I've been there. I've done that. I could have some really good advice for that. So that's why we are so excited about this podcast. So we can share some of this with you guys. And the cool thing about it is you don't have to agree with us on everything. But maybe it sparks something within your heart that, like, you didn't think about before or like you heard us say something and you're like, that isn't exactly my situation, but I could apply it to this situation. So or this relationship, maybe it's not even like, maybe it's not even your relationship with your significant other. Maybe it's like, oh, I've got this, this problem in my friendship or like mm-hmm. a problem in my family. Like we're just here to help you out. Yes. And what I was going to say is that I felt like nobody asked us for relationship advice. And I, I kind of like, kind of irked me a little bit. Cause I'm like, mm, okay. Because I know that you could use it. You know what I mean? I have some guys in my life. I was like, even some family members. I was like, hey, like I've, I've got some advice on this. I think you should hear me out. If you don't want it, that's okay. But it has really been so impactful to me that I have had so many, so, so many people, um, young men, like college-age students. In the past year, I probably had five come and talk to me and be like, hey, like, I just need your advice on this because you're a good dude and you love your wife. That's and very that sweet. is so cool. There's no compliment that I ever receive that makes me feel better than either one, dude, you're a good Christian dude. Two, you're a great husband or Josh, you're an awesome dad. 
boom, best three compliments I can get. And I feel like when someone wants that advice, that is literally saying all three of those things. So, okay. I feel like this is a long episode. Uh, we're at an hour and 36 minutes right now. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah, I just looked down for the first time tonight. Oh my gosh. Okay. This was a long episode. It's going to be so much fun for me to edit. Next week, we are going to be talking about Enneagram. A deep dive into... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. So we, Josh and I, are going to be taking the Enneagram test again. We both have done it before. Do you remember? I don't. I made you take it when it was like going around on YouTube a few years ago. (laughs) But we're going to take it again, an updated one. So... If you guys want to take the Enneagram before next episode, oh, so that way you can kind of know what we're talking about a little bit better, take it, and then we'll meet you back here next Wednesday. Of course, we drop a new episode every Wednesday. Every single Wednesday. And we're going to chat about Enneagrams. It's going to be a great time. And we have not missed a single week. So if you don't listen to us, this is your first time, we are loyal. Like I've had two hip surgeries in the past year. And we still have not missed a week, okay? <laughs> so y'all can show up. Y'all show watch up Watch next week we miss because of something. Yeah, watch that. That will be wild. But. All right, guys. We're going to sign off of here. And we had so much fun chatting with you guys about relationships and marriage and all that fun love stuff tonight. And just do me a favor. Just take care of yourself and be good to yourself. And be good to your significant others. All right. We love you all. We'll Bye. see you soon. See ya. Bye.